Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of AFK Discussion. I am your host, Jason, and with me as always is Ty. What's up, man? Yo, my boy, back from spring break. Dude, back from spring break. Man, spring break killed me. <laughs> Dude, it was nice to just be off for a week. I took spring break off as well. I didn't go anywhere, but, you know, just some video games, some drinking, honey-do list for the baby that's on the way. Yeah. You know, got the carpets clean, got, you know, quote from trees, trees, come trim up the trees a little bit. I need to get out in the yard and mow and, and cut the bushes down some. That's also on the honey-do list. Yeah, I need I to cut some it. bushes. I got, a, I got a bunch of bushes I got to cut out here. Dude, I don't know why, but like... I've never had allergies, and I think we've talked about this. I've never had allergies my whole life. I've never had allergies. I hit 30, spring came, I got sick as a dog. I went to the doctor, and I was like, dude, there's something wrong with me. Like, there's something wrong. Yeah. And he was like, nah, man, you just have allergies. I said, this is what allergies are like? This is hellacious. Yeah, dude. And so... um. Yeah, man, I have allergies now, pretty bad. And so every time I mow the grass now, my like nose gets runny. And every time I go trim bushes the next day, I feel like crap. And and so I dread springtime and I dread getting out and trimming up bushes and cutting the grass and all that other stuff, dude. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, I hate it too, but not because of allergies. I mean, I do have allergies, but the reason I hate it is because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my father-in-law shames me. Yeah, so I guess shaming isn't the right word. He, he's kind of one of those guys that, like, if I was to tell him, oh, man, I'm paying somebody $20 a week to cut my grass, he'd be like, well, I can come cut your grass. You could pay me, or I could just do it for free. I'll just use your mower if that's okay. <laughs> and it's kind of like he's he's passively aggressively being like, come on, be a man, cut your own grass. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I make enough money to, like, have somebody cut my grass. And so, but like, I feel like it's like that with like a lot of things. And I feel like sometimes my wife wants me to do things like paint or put up molding or do, do something. Right. And if, if I go, okay, I'll get to, it. if she feels like I'm not doing it in adequate enough time, she'll call her down and be like, Hey, would you be able to come over and do this? Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of like, ah, and it, you know, he just shames me into doing tasks. I feel like. Yeah, I, which I and, in some cases it's good, right? Like when when the water heater needed to be replaced, they quoted us twenty two hundred dollars. Um, he was like, "Nah, we can fix it." I bought one for six hundred dollars from Lowe's up the street, uh, and we got it installed. And now I know everything there is to know about a water heater, right? Or how to put one in, right? Yeah. So that that's cool. Um, but there is also a dark side, dark side to it. Um, yeah. So yeah, dude, I, I totally feel that, but um. Yeah, I pay somebody to mow my grass. So <laughs> I used to I used to mow my grass, and then uh, my wife kept getting on to me because I wasn't weed eating. I was just mowing. I'm like, I don't have time to weed eat. Weedings, it's too hot to weed eat. So then I started paying somebody. <laughs> I don't have time to weed eat. What an excuse, man. <laughs> but Jesus. Yeah. I hate yard work. I hate it with a passion. I do, too. I do, too. But how was your trip, man? You went, like, all over the... I don't know. Yeah. East, Mideast, United States. Yeah. Southern United States. I guess Midwest to West, Southwest, I guess, area. 
So we left here and we went to uh, Dallas, Texas, and that's like a 13-hour drive. Um, yeah, and it, it was pretty fun, though. Um, I, we did kind of like an old-fashioned road trip, you know, um, like the whole... Did you the, tow the camper? No, no, we didn't. We we stayed in hotels and stuff. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it was like the, uh, the Griswold family vacation, you know, like from the vacation movies. Uh, um, what's that the i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding come on (laughs) yeah so um yeah we went to dallas and uh we got there um dallas is a mess dude like the interstates are so crazy there's like interstates going over interstates going over interstates going over i mean like one loop i swear it was like a, a like seven eight story building tall Going over all these other, it was it was whack, dude. I I didn't like it. Um, but I mean, other than the traffic in Dallas, it was it was fine. I mean, I didn't mind it. Um, we went to Fort Worth, so we went to this place called the Stockyard, and uh, it was it was pretty crazy. It's like where they used to um herd the cattle, and you know people come in and they would you know bid, I guess, on the cattle and buy them. They had all these like really longhorn cattle. You know that's what Texas is known for, longhorns. Um. It was really cool. We got to watch the cowboys, like, herd them down the street, and we got to stand along the side and, and watch, and my kids loved it. Um, they they got to go and meet some of the cowboys behind the scenes, and they taught them how to rope cattle, and not a live cattle. It was a, a wooden calf, but, you know. Um, they got to pet horses and all this stuff. Um, it was, it was, it was really cool. scared of the horses at all, or no? No, no, they weren't scared. They were... They were um, they love. I think it. we've mentioned it on the podcast, dude. I'm terrified of large animals. Oh, horses are you really? Is one of the oh yeah, dude. I don't I don't mess with animals at all, especially like ones that are like <sighs> horses are quote unquote docile, right? Until they kick you in the face, yeah, um, true, and knock all your teeth out. So you know, yeah, or kill you. I mean, if you get hit kicked in the head by uh, by a horse, uh, I don't think you'd live. I'm sure people yeah. have, but I don't know. So yeah, dude. So we're we're down there enjoying it. You know, we uh we stayed down there all day. Um, there's a you know bunch of little shops and stuff um to go into. Rory got a cowboy hat, and dude, that kid became a freaking cowboy that day. <laughs> his all he was walking around with his hands in his pockets like moseying and stuff. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can see him now. Yeah. So we went to this place called. Uh, risky steakhouse and it's like one of the best steakhouses on the strip um tiffany i got this dinner deal for two so it's like so i I don't know if you know about cuts of meat so there's a cut um so the filet and the ribeye are one hunk of meat and they cut the filet off and then you have the ribeye left so i got the bone-in ribeye and she got this the filet off of it and you get two sides and then an appetizer Okay. So, on, so on the menu is like we recommend the calf fries, and uh, Tiffany's like they, you know, they're famous for their calf fries here. I was like, do you want to get those? Or she said, do you want to get those? And I was like, sure, uh, you know, I whatever. And uh, so she got them, and she ate one. She's like, I think it's some sort of liver. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was like, you don't know what it is? She's like, you know, on, it doesn't say on the menu what it is. So uh, I grabbed one, and I ate it, and I was like, yeah, it tastes sort of like chicken liver almost. And I ate, like, two of them. It came with this, like, gravy sauce. 
and Tiffany's had about four of them. And I was like, I've got to look this up and see what what we're eating. So <laughs> I googled it, and uh, you may you may have this in your head, you may not, but uh, yeah, we were eating some uh, calf balls. <laughs> what? Yeah, like cow testicles, dude. No way, dude. Yes, yes way. Yes way. I ate some cow junk. Was it good? I mean, it tastes good. I didn't eat it after that. <laughs> after I found out what it was, I'm like, I'm not eating anymore. But I mean, oh, I mean, it's a God. thing they eat there. I mean, it's it's like a legit thing that they eat in Texas. I mean, I've never calf, heard of calf, calf fries. Calf fries, yeah. So if you ever see calf fries, don't get it. <laughs> I've heard of <laughs> I've heard of Rocky Mountain oysters or you know bull balls or whatever, but I've never heard of calf yeah. fries. Um, yeah, so that don't don't get that. Um, he said he wouldn't get an order of calf fries. But after I found out what it was, I was like, <laughs> I, <laughs> after I found yeah. out what it was, <laughs> you said it's some kind of liver. <laughs> oh my god! After I found out what it was, I was like, right. hey, hey, Rory, come here, dude. You got to try this. Did he eat one? Yeah, he ate one. He's like, mm, that, that's pretty good. And Leia had one. And I was like, you know what that is, Rory? That's calf balls. <laughs> Cow balls. He's like, no. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet our money went in the cowboy after that, dude. No, he just he, he shrugged, shrugged his shoulders and said it was pretty good. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Jeez, so, man. yeah, we did that. And uh, we went to, there's like a museum. <laughs> In Dallas, it has a bunch of dinosaur bones. We went and visited that. That was pretty cool. Um, dinosaurs weren't real. They weren't. Everyone knows that. Um, Science. What's that? Um, I don't know if dinosaurs are real, but I mean, I I think they lived closer to humans than what we're led to believe. I think they're real, but I think that's where dragons come from is they were dinosaurs and people saw these things, you know, that's what, that's what I think. But anyways, enough of that. We're not talking dinosaurs tonight. <laughs> That'll be another night. Um, so after, after we got done with the dinosaur museum, we drove to uh, broken arrow, Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, it, it's a little town outside of Tulsa. And then the next day we went to, there's this place called the gathering place. And it's rated the number one park in the United States. That's the whole reason we went there. Um, so it's it was huge. They like had these like castles made out of wood for kids to get it with like all these drawbridges and stuff and all these really cool slides. And um, they had like a a boat a boating area where you could rent like paddle boats and uh, canoes. And then I mean this place is huge. Then you walk down the path, it's about a half mile, and then you come to, like, basketball courts, and they had soccer fields, and they had skate parks, and BMX parks. It, it, it legit was pretty awesome. Um, as we're there, they're constructing a uh, whitewater rafting area for it also. That's, it, it, I mean, I, Tulsa was really cool town. It reminded me a lot of Knoxville, um, except bigger, obviously. But it, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was really cool. And um, while we were there, we ate at Siggy's Sausage Factory. is like a German restaurant, and that, that was really good, real good food. Um, so after we left Tulsa, we went to Branson, Missouri. And Branson's kind of like, uh, 
Pigeon Forge. If anyone, why have I heard of Branson, Missouri before? So it's is that like in a movie or something? Maybe. I mean, it's it's like Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. I mean, it's identical. They have the same. They have a Titanic museum there, same as we have a Titanic. I mean, it's like the same thing, pretty much. They have Silver Dollar City, which Dollywood was Silver Dollar City before it became Dollywood. So I mean, it's it was cool though. We went to a zoo there, and we got like a behind the scenes pass for the kids and wasn't well, for all of us actually not just the kids but uh we got a pet like a um a prairie dog <laughs> oh, <laughs> which was really cool God. and then uh they kept you know well, oh we got another animal we're gonna bring out so they bring bring out brung out <laughs> they brought out a python and uh i don't do snakes but uh actually tiffany held the snake which was crazy I wouldn't do that. You seem like a snake guy. No, not a snake guy at all. Don't like snakes one bit. Um, then they brought the coolest animal, a baby kangaroo, a joey. They brought him out in this little pouch and they set him in your lap and you got to pet him. That was that was freaking awesome. Then the coup de gras of the experience. Yeah, I got to pet a sloth. Nah. Yeah, dude, a freaking sloth. It was awesome. Sloths feel disgusting. Their their hair's really coarse. Yeah, they and, look really coarse. Yeah, but it was just hanging out above my head most of the time, just hanging there. And, uh, and after you know they brought the animals around, they said you know you can pet the sloth and take pictures with them and stuff. It was really cool. What if he had dropped a deuce on you, dude? That would have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got a picture oh of it. Oh my god. Jeez. Um, and then we went to the like one of the biggest caverns in the U.S. Um, Is this the biggest cavern in the U.S. The Lost Sea? No, the biggest cavern is it's in Kentucky. What's it called? Crap, I cannot think of the name of it. It's in Kentucky though. You have to look it up. But okay. it's huge. Just like a, it runs like halfway across the U.S. Though. But one of the interesting, yeah, yeah, is it's huge. Um. Gosh, I'm gonna look it up while we're talking. Um, but this one's called Fantastic Caverns, and okay. it was like in the 1800s as a farmer discovered it. But it's huge. They have like um, a jeep pulling like this little like you know imagine like a hayride with a tractor pulling you know like the the cart behind and it's got seats in it. But it was a jeep, and you got to go and um, look at the cave, and, and like it, it was really cool. Um, largest cave in the U.S. I'm looking it up. Um, but it was fun after we came back to Knoxville after uh, Branson. I mean, it was a, a lot of driving, but it was worth it. I think all the kids had fun. And um, how many different hotels and stuff did you stay in? Three, just four? three, three. With two hotels, okay. Two two hotels, and we got an Airbnb the in Branson. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so Mammoth Cave is the largest cave in the U.S. So Mammoth yeah. Cave, and that's in Kentucky? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in Kentucky. Phil, go check it out. Let us know how it is, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Phil? Yeah, exploring with Phil. No, he, he's not in Kentucky. He's in Maine. Yeah, but he can go to Kentucky? He can go to Kentucky. That's true. Phil, get your butt to Kentucky. <laughs> I need to know about this mammoth cave. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
there may be ghosts in there. Um, but yeah, dude. So it was it was a great trip. Um, came back, got back here real late. Um, I'm still recovering. Tiffany was like, "Hey, let me drive," and I'm like, "I'm good driving." And she's like, "I'm gonna, you, you know, I'm gonna remember that, you know, you said you're gonna drive this whole time. I don't want to hear it when we get back and you say that, you know, you made me drive the whole time." <laughs> so the first thing we did then when we got back, I was like, "I'm so tired. Why did you make me drive the whole time?" <laughs> but I legit drove. That's I think awesome. Tiffany drove a couple hours, but I drove the majority of. I think it was. 40 something hours i think <laughs> here's the deal man yeah. you are the craziest driver you dude, your driving is wild dude it scares me it legit scares me <laughs> like so when i'm in your car and you like you like look both ways and you act like you're not gonna go and there's a car coming you go floor it and you're, you're like gone dude it's all the years of uh street racing Jeez, dude, the Volkswagen gets up and goes, man. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, man. So, uh, oh yeah, dude, I forgot to tell you the big, huge part of my trip. What I just kind of skipped over it. So, we were in Oklahoma, and um, so I've been doing a lot sure. of ancestry.com stuff, and um, so I, I knew, like, passed down. My my mom told me, hey, you know, we. We're, you know, Native American descendants in our family. And uh, like she said, my, I think three greats, grandmother, um, either three or four was, uh, she was a Cherokee. And so um, we started doing research and we found, um, it was like six or seven generations back, um, Cherokee uh, in our, in my family on both sides, my dad's and my mom's side. Um and they were on the Trail of Tears, which I don't know if you know about this. You probably do. But um, so the the Cherokee were moved from uh, Tennessee, North Carolina area, and forced to go to Oklahoma um, to reservations. Some actually were able to stay here. I don't know all the logistics. Um, they were trying to tell me in Oklahoma about it, but I, I, I didn't really understand why. Some got to stay, but the majority had to leave. Um. But so, uh, you know, we're talking to them and apparently my ancestors that were there, um, they did a census in like 1890, but they had passed away before the census and the rest of my family had moved back to Tennessee in that time period. Um, so they didn't have any records there. I'm going to have to go to North Carolina to figure it out. But, um, it was really cool though. I got to see, um, the gravestones of, uh, you know, my ancestors, um, they were buried there and it was, it was, we had to drive like an hour out of the way to go, but it was really cool. It was like, there's like these farming, far, big, big farms all around there. And mm -hmm. then there's like a small graveyard right in the middle. Um, was, that's was not really creepy cool. at all. No, no, it's not creepy at all. Um, but it's really cool. So another, uh, a very interesting thing. Um, so native Americans, I don't know at what point, but they started taking uh, European names. And uh, I thought that was very interesting. That's why um, when I'm looking at my family tree, you know, I'm expecting to see native names, but they are all white people names. And I'm like, you know, I don't have any Native Americans in my family tree. <laughs> so These are all white. white. These are all white <laughs> folk, you know. Um, but they, they took 
Ameri- like the um, the families um, that were they're the gravestones we went to, they're um, the Ward family, Anna <clears throat> and uh, George Ward. And uh, that's, <laughs> you know, you would never know that they were Native American by the name alone. Um, and they were, they were, that's just something they adopted back then. Um, they still had their Native na- name, but they didn't go by it. I don't know if it yeah. was something to do with the American government made them take white men name, which it sounds like something they the it sounds like something the American government would do, you know, because <laughs> they did a lot of bad stuff. I don't I don't know if you know about the um, what do they call them the smallpox blankets? Do you know about that? Yeah, of course, of yeah, course. So they they gave the on during the Trail of Tears they gave them blankets, but they were blankets that they used for smallpox patients. So a lot of the um, Cherokee died along the trail because they contracted smallpox, which is it's crazy. Stupid. Unreal, dude. I know. Um, so Unreal. I'm still hunting down my ancestors. Um, I know that my on my dad's side, um, their last name uh, was Rain Crow, which they kept, which I think is an awesome name, Rain Crow. Um. But yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna probably go to North Carolina at some point and track that down. But check it out. Yeah, but uh, I'm pretty excited to learn my heritage and stuff. You know. So when you did the ancestry.com stuff, did you just send in a swab? Um, I did that. I did the ancestry DNA, and we did the family tree stuff where you, you know, you look up your aunt, like such and such, like through records, they know who's, you know, like my great grandmother you click on it and then it's like this is her father and so or my great grandfather this is his father you know you link them together and you just build your family tree out because they have all the census records it's pretty cool interesting yeah i might have to go back and do that yeah i think that'd be cool to do maybe i'll come from the civilization we're talking about tonight maybe that'd be cool so everybody on tonight's episode the strange things that we're talking about is the pyramids um more specifically the pyramids in ancient egypt where the sphinx is pyramids of giza um and sort of gonna dive into some of the weird stuff it's sure i'm sure it's stuff that a lot of people have heard before about how they point true north and how many blocks there are and and some of that stuff but we're gonna take a deeper look into it um we've, i've got some research pulled up here and uh <clears throat> sort of talk about all the theories that people have um about about the pyramids so um so i guess we'll start off by saying pyramids were built in 2504 bc 2504 um, bc yeah, that no. doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, it doesn't um, mean. Uh, do they like carbon date the stone? I, I just wonder where they got that number from. Does it say? I have no idea. Okay. Um, I would have. I would assume that they've taken samples and done erosion testing and and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but the Egyptians weren't the first to build the pyramids. Um, apparently the Mayans were the first to build pyramids. Really. Uh, yeah, according to this. So I, I, this is the first thing I'm going to say. <clears throat> and you know me, I'm, I'm a skeptic about this kind of stuff. But 
I think it's a crazy coincidence that you have the same sort of structures on different sides of the planet that are eerily similar, yeah. right? Because if because even if you look at architecture um, in the U.S. versus architecture um, in in like Europe, right? Like we got a couple of things from like European art architecture, but for the most part. Um, our stuff is different. And so I couldn't imagine if, if America or, or an architect in America didn't know anything about an architect in Japan and they built the exact same structure. Yeah. Right. That to me is, they're not the exact same. Okay. They're not the exact same. Similar enough. Right. Like it's not it's not like it's a box like a like a hut or or a circle or a circular hut or a box it's like a shed or 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 something i mean we're talking about really advanced structures that need extreme precision that are made of crazy heavy materials um being made on two different points uh, two different points of the earth at two different times um which makes me think um that it's obviously it's not a lost civilization because we know that they were built. It's our civilization that built, that built them. Right. Yeah. Um, obviously the question around surrounding this is how were they built? How did they move all these blocks? These blocks were crazy, heavy things like that. But I think it's, I, I, I think the first takeaway from this is it's very interesting that structures that are very similar were made in two different parts of the world. And, and, you got to think too, like back then people didn't travel the world really, right? Like traveling just from, I would say just, just, just like state to state, right? Like in your example, the trail of tears, like that's a treacherous journey to go from Tennessee to Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. So I couldn't imagine trying to go from Egypt to like another continent, like North America. Right. Yeah. Um, from like Africa to North America. So um definitely crazy um obviously i'm not saying that it's impossible that people traveled um but that's that's thing number one right um thing number two that kind of gets me about the pyramid and and i've seen a lot of um of course joe rogan's had like experts on his podcast to talk about the pyramids and the the quarries that are 200 miles away that this stone came from um, because they've tested the stone and they've tested it in these quarries. It's the exact same core samples that they pulled from these quarries. It's like 200 miles away. Um, so first thing is first is like, how did they get the stones there? Second thing is these stones are massive, right? And people saying, oh, it's, you know, it's pulleys and ramps and grades and like these, you would, in order to to push a stone like this up a ramp, or a slight grade that's like below 10%, the ramp would have to be like miles long once you're getting toward the tops of these pyramids, right? Yeah, so yeah. obviously that's not the way they did it either. Um, and nobody knows how they did this stuff. Um, so theory time. Yeah. Right? Theory time. I want to hear your theory, and then and then I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce, I'm gonna bounce off that and give you my theory. All right. So, I have a really good theory. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Coral Castle? No. Okay, so, um, 
I, I don't have the research up in front of me, so forgive me because I do not have the gentleman's name. And I don't know when it was constructed. I think it was the 60s, maybe 50s or 60s. So this guy in Florida constructed this castle out of giant coral reef-like boulders, right? Like sure. megalithic size boulders, same <clears throat> same style as pyramids, right? Yeah, thousands, and thousands of tons or hundreds of tons. However, and, you know it was, they were heavy stuff, right? I don't right, know the exact. Right. I don't know the exact weight. I don't want anyone to misquote me because in Jason said it was a thousand tons. No, it was it was a big rock. Okay, right. So no one knows how he made this, right? And everything is seamless, like put in there and is so tight and wedged together it's almost impossible he didn't use any machinery at all no machinery because he lived in a neighborhood and, and people were like he built it at night no machinery he had like a simple pulley system and um no he never like revealed how he made this but so here's the theory right that he used either some sort of magnetism to to um, lift, like use the magnetism of the earth to kind of levitate these boulders, or he used sound. And um, a lot of people think that it's possible that, you know, like certain frequencies, if you like played an instrument or something, or it would, it caused a vibration to make um, objects lighter. I don't, I don't know the theory. There's a theory sure. out there, but yeah, it's, Either sound or magnetism. That is how he did it. I don't. I don't know which one's correct. I don't. Those are the two theories. So, um, which also, whenever they talk about sound, it takes me back to the uh, Bible story. Whenever you know the um, Israelites are marching around the um, what is that uh, Jericho, and they're mm -hmm. they're like playing instruments, and they're causing all this sound, and it causes the walls of the city to crumble. That's what um, kind of reminds me of, like sound vibration kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. Especially since somebody more recently has done it. Yeah. And didn't reveal how he did it. Why would he not just tell us, man? You I, know? I don't know. You just can go visit us. it. It's it's still there. You can go visit it to this day. Coral Castle? Coral Castle. Yep. There's doorways that that you can push with your finger thou you know, like huge megalithic, megalithic blocks that you can, you're able to push open with your finger. I'm looking at it right now. This yep. is crazy. Yeah, dude. It's some it's, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. Okay. I'm going to give you my theory, right? Cool. So obviously nobody knows how, how it's done. Um, I personally think that human beings as a species, this is going to sound stupid, right? But I think people were just crazy strong. Yeah. That's like, to me, that's like one of like, obviously that sounds just as crazy as moving it with vibrations or magnetism or whatever the case is, or aliens help them make it, or, or you know. But I'm thinking, what if people were just different then? Yeah. 
you know, I, I don't know what what would have happened in the time from then to now. Um, but that would be like if you had to say if you had a gun in my head and say guess how the pyramids were built. That's what I would say. It's like people are just people were strong. Yes. Yeah, so right. Like, and when I say strong, I mean like superhuman strong. Yeah. Can I interject with this? Yeah. So this yeah. this goes along with the um, this is another theory about the the pyramids. Um, so pre-flood world, like, you know, if you believe in a biblical timeline, you know, God flooded the earth and, you know, so before the flood, um, I know you've heard me say this before, the Nephilim, whenever the angels mm-hmm. came and made it with women and call it, you know, they bore children, they were giants. Yeah. Um, in the Bible, they call them the men of old, the men of renowned. Um, so, I mean, if, if there were giants, I mean, it wouldn't be no thing for these giants to construct a pyramid. You know, these big blocks, you know, if they were like 15 feet tall, you know, two of these boys could grab one block and carry it. No problem. You know? Yeah. And and I guess my next theory would be that the. And, and, and maybe I'm wrong about this because I'm not, you know. An anthropologist, I, I don't know, like how to tell how old something is or anything like that, but like. Obviously, like there's there is the Sphinx is older than the pyramids. Yeah. Right. They say that the Sphinx didn't even have the face of the pharaoh on it. It was like an actual cat that they like chiseled down into the pharaoh's face. Yeah. Right. And so like maybe this is structures that they just found themselves. Um it, it just it's crazy to me to think that so building a pyramid is crazy complex to begin with. Yeah. Right. An inch off here. If you're an inch off, every time you put a block, by the time you get to the top, it's going to be lopsided or it's going to be off or it's going to be weird. And it just doesn't work. Right. So you have like crazy precision along with super heavy blocks. Nobody in the world knows how these things were built. Um, they're, they're massive. They're massive. Yeah. And they go like when you go in them, obviously they go up because they're pyramids and they only go up to a certain point, but these things go down. Yeah. And they don't go down. They do go down. (laughs) And just to think, I mean, when they're building this, unless they're carving these tunnels out after the fact, I mean, when they're building it, they got to, you know, build it so that these tunnels are in there. So, I mean, you got to think about the engineering it took to put these things together and with these tunnels inside, you know? And these tunnels go way down. There are tunnels that they don't even let people go into. Like, people don't, like, they're like, oh, we don't go down there. Well, what's down there? We don't know. Nobody's ever been down there. Like, it's like that. That to me is crazy. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I don't know, man. I just don't understand how a structure like this can, it, it can even exist. Right. And it's something that apparently, um, that would be hard to recreate today. Yeah. Like today, they're like, it would be almost impossible, if not impossible, to build a pyramid exactly like it's like, 
obviously there are pyramids that exist that have been built since then. Uh, the the pyramid in Las Vegas, it's it's not made out of like blocks and stuff like this is. I think that's more so what they're talking about when they say it'd be impossible to build it. But like there are structures that are pyramid isk. Yeah. Um, that there's, exist right in Las Vegas and there's the Bass Pro there. Pyramid in Memphis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude, I drove by it. I was like, what? Why? I think it was something else in Bass Pro bought it out but it's it's ridiculous a bass pro pyramid <laughs> okay i'm sorry insane yeah um but anyways so and 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 i want to kind of refer back so doing some more research it actually looks like the my the mesoamerican people built their pyramids around 1000 bc okay um so actually uh, these pyramids did exist before those pyramids. I was wrong. Mm. Um, but looking at the structures themselves, right, the width of them, it, 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 everything's pretty much almost exactly the same. Yeah. Which to me is 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 nuts, man. Like, how could you even know to build something like this? And then that leads us into the the outer worldly theories about the pyramids, right? What is that? Um, that like a- aliens. Oh, aliens. Like, yeah, yeah. Like had built them. Um, I don't know, man. Know. This, it, this to me seems, it just seems fishy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know so much about the alien theory. But I, I'm on more of a, there was a planetary, um, like, community back then. I think, you know, before the flood. Because, I mean, if you believe in the Bible or not, whatever, um, if you look in all the myths in every, pretty much every religion, every country, there's flood legends. Like, everyone, like, knows that there was a flood. Um, so it's not just a biblical story. It's Sumerian, it's Chinese, it's Japanese. It's, um, the Polynesians have a flood story. Everywhere has a flood story. Um, Mm -hmm. so before this flood, I think everything was much more advanced. Um, and there's a theory that these pyramids were power conductors and they were built on ley lines, um, and they would all connect, and like you would have a global power supply through these pyramids. Because there's pyramids in China, Antarctica has pyramids. There's pyramids under the ocean they found. I think I don't know about Russia, but it seems like I've heard of something in Russia. But there's pyramids in America. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I mean, it's just if they were, I mean, it, if society was so advanced i mean it makes sense because i mean if you think about tesla his his whole idea of making a global power system um was kind of the same idea with his tesla coils um you know he'd make these towers that would you know shoot power like to another tower i mean that's kind of the same theory you know these are pyramids shooting power to each other i mean that is just uh, (laughs) so huge to think about and it boggles your mind that, um, you know, you think you are, you know, that you think that your civilization right now 
is the most we're the most advanced that you know civilization has ever been you know there could have been more that <laughs> we don't know i mean if you think about all this stuff that archaeologists find like they found gears and stuff in stone like fossilized gears and i mean dude there's i think there's much more to pre-diluvian civilization than we can even fathom you know and pre-diluvian is pre-flood civilization yeah well i've even heard the theory of the that human civilization was advanced and they left like right space. like the first humans left the planet yeah um which is crazy to me but it what really bugs me about this whole thing and you know me uh, i'm very skeptical when it comes to pretty much anything um like even the experts can't explain this stuff. And I feel like we know almost nothing about history. Like, I feel like we do know stuff. Let me, let me, let me rephrase that. I feel like we don't know anything about ancient history, right? We have all these structures. They don't know how they got built. They don't know how they got here. Um, they don't know who built them. Um, Right, like we have technology to say, oh, these rocks have eroded or whatever. You know, like it, it's. I feel like we just don't know anything. Yeah, if that makes sense, right? Right, like even even the dinosaur thing, right? Like they don't know what color dinosaurs were. They don't even know. Like apparently, when dinosaur bones were first discovered, they were just putting things together the way they thought that they would be put together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, they they didn't find a perfectly fossilized, like, thing. And so, like, dinosaurs, it, like, actual dinosaurs could be completely different than what we envision a yeah. dinosaur would actually look like. Um, and, and we just don't know this kind of stuff, right? And if there was a civilization that predates ours um that was super advanced what was the downfall of it yeah right did it did it fail right what if what if it didn't right what if they did pack up and leave what if you know they're watching us right now who who you know i, I nobody knows in the in the biggest problem is is like I, I don't know how you can know. Like, I don't know how you can figure this stuff out. Yeah. There's a lot of people think that um, a uh, pre-civilization uh, went inside the Earth and started another civilization um, in the inner Earth, which is a whole, a whole other show. That, could, that can go deep. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, so okay, let's let's backtrack for a second. You said pyramids in America. Yeah, dude, pyramids in America. Can you believe it? Do you believe it? I, I mean, I've not been all. I've, I've been a lot of places in the country, but obviously, I've not been everywhere. So, let, to break it down for me, explain it to me. All right. So, in the Grand Canyon, um, there's these structures where. You're not allowed to fly over. It's a no-fly zone. You're not allowed to go to. You'll get arrested. And they actually have, like, officials guarding entrances to these areas. Which is crazy, right? 
And it's weird the names too. This uh, I'm I'm sharing my screen with Tyra now, guys. So this is going to be great for a podcast because you can't see it. Um, but just look it up. So this right here is called the Temple of Isis, which is a weird name because you know that's that's you know has to do with uh, Egypt, I think, in the yeah. whole Mid East area. But this is um, what they're saying is a pyramid. I mean, it looks like a pyramid, right? Yeah. It actually looks yeah. like two pyramids kind of put together or more. Um, then there's these holes, like caves that go inside. Um, th this, these images are not, not anything to do with it. So um, anyway, so there's this, guys, I'll just describe it to you. There's a pyramid-shaped object in the Grand Canyon, um, and it's, it's very interesting, and it has like curved walls um just do a search for isis temple grand canyon and you should be able to come up with some stuff um so i'll break it down real quick so there's this guy named ge kincaid and um he was in a boat just traveling down i think it was the, what river is that what river runs through the is it the colorado river it runs through the grand canyon um, oh, I have no idea. Guys, if you can't tell, we're experts in this yeah, stuff. Yeah, we, we are 100% experts. So, so, okay. Don't question us. Don't do your own research. Just believe everything we say. Believe everything. Everything you hear is truth. Okay, so um, explorer G.E. Kincaid discovered a strange cavern during an expedition directed by the Smithsonian... Um, so he, this guy, he found a passage in the Grand Canyon, and supposedly he went in this cavern, and he found Egyptian artifacts, and um, this and apparently this was all covered up by the Smithsonian, and um, like you can still find the cave, apparently, but it is guarded. Um, but it's it's crazy. I mean, if this this story is just insane. Did you say guarded? Is it guarded by the government? So I'll read directly from it. It says, um, "See, the area is restricted airspace. The area surrounding the pyramid and cave on the ground is illegal to navigate, and all official reports about uh, all official reports from the Smithsonian and elsewhere well elsewhere has been censored." modified or nullified or redacted. Um, this still did not stop people from attempting to visit parts of the canyon. Uh, many have been arrested and some have died attempting to climb to these sacred sites. Um, over the years, it has gotten to the point where government feels it must have armed FBI agents guarding inside the entrances of the cave, now known as Kincaid's Cave. What a job that would be. I know, dude. That'd be crazy, dude. I'd go in there. If you could get in, I mean, you know. No, if I was like, if I was an FBI guarding it, I'd be oh, like, dude, yeah. come on, let's go in yeah. there and see what, let's go look at it. Yeah, no doubt. Is. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're down the guarding it, obviously you have like security clearance, so you could get in there. <laughs> Isn't sure, that crazy? Sure. I mean, to think, I mean, what if? These structures are everywhere, dude. Yeah, dude. And you cannot convince me that they're not linked. Yeah, dude. So another interesting thing 
taking it full circle back to Cherokee. Um, so, you know, the um, Israeli people, they were, you know, in Egypt, obviously, is documented, not beyond the Bible. They were there. I mean, people know that, you know, they were held captive in Egypt for thousands of years. And uh, they say they worked on the pyramids. I mean, that's what the history books say in the Bible. Um, but uh, so they were in slavery there. Uh, so the the interesting thing, I don't know if you know about the lost tribes of Israel. So there's uh, is it, uh, there's a few tribes that, that are just lost to history. Um, if you fast forward now to now nowadays, um, I can't remember the name of the show. It was on discovery i want to maybe america unearthed or something like that but um in north carolina and around the surrounding area they found um carvings of paleo hebrew in the rocks so there's a big theory that native americans um and primarily the cherokee tribe is actually the one of the lost tribes of israel they came to the U.S. That's that's an, that's a crazy thing to think about, also, because I mean, how are you going to find like pre you know paleo, which is you know prehistoric, very ancient Hebrew writings carved in these rocks in like North Carolina? You know, <laughs> that's that's yeah. kind of weird. You know, I definitely think that whatever was happening, people were a lot more. People were more interwoven than we think they were. Yeah, totally. I, I definitely think that there's there's something we're missing, man. Like, I think there's a lot we're missing. Right, right. But, like, obviously there's a lot we're missing, but I just feel like, is it crazy to say these people were just one with the Earth? They could move things with magnetism create grand structures, travel long, far distances with ease. And we're just pitter pattering around like, I don't want to say Neanderthals, but like, you know what I mean? Like maybe we've got it wrong. Yeah. And, and somewhere along the line, we, we lost that and we just never got it back. Yeah. I mean, that would be, obviously, that's tragic, right? Like, to think that there was something more to the human, you know, humans as a species that, that we don't no longer have. But I think that, like, just looking at the world itself, it, it's it's just full of so many unknown things. Like, and and to me, too, the things that's crazy is, so they really started doing a lot of mapping um, with with satellites, right? Like yeah. deep penetra earth penetration, things like that, right? Um, why have we not done that to all the oceans? I, I have no idea. That's a good question. Like, or, or maybe we have, and they just aren't telling us what's down there. Yeah. Right, like the oceans are another big, huge, mysterious thing yeah right and and for the most part people don't go on the ocean yeah right like obviously there's cruises and and 
things like that. But that's like, I would say most people, I've never even been on a cruise, right? Like, but a cruise is nothing like you getting on the ocean and like trying to explore the ocean. Yeah. Right. You're going places that people have been. um, And, and I don't know, man, it's just the, the whole, the whole Egyptian, uh, the, the pyramids in Egypt and things like, it's not just the pyramid, dude. There's pyramids everywhere. They're in Mexico. They're in the U.S. They're in Egypt. They're they're all over Africa. Uh, they're they're literally just they're they're in Asia. They're everywhere. Yep. That's not a coincidence, man. Like, yeah. and and I'm the skeptic here, right? Like, there's no way that they they all just go. You know what? These triangle structures seem pretty cool. We should build it, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and. Of course, they have their own little touches to it. Like Aztecs have a little bit different than Egyptian. And obviously, both of those are different than the ones in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Right. They're more the one in the Grand Canyon looks more natural. Like it was like it was a big rock and they just carved into it kind of deal. Yeah. Um. But I definitely think. Man, I don't know what to think. That's that's the whole that's the whole purpose of this conversation, guys. Like nobody knows, man. That bothers me that nobody knows. I mean, I think that's part of the uh part of the fun of like is is the search. The um you know, trying to find out where we came from and where we're going. That's it's part of the fun of, especially of, of this podcast, you know, discussing and having these conversations and just trying to figure it out, even though we know nothing because we are just two dudes talking, you know, who really know nothing except for what, you know, we've read on the internet. <laughs> but it's good to just talk and try to figure this out and just like, what if, you know, what if this is real? What if? This is the big what if, you know, that keeps me going, you know? Right. Well, and to back to your point about the vibrations and, and, and things like that. Apparently, there's been some people, um, archaeologists and stuff, that have been inside some of these pyramids. Um, and I remember seeing an interview with one of them. It might have been on Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't know. Um, but he was like, I was in the pyramid. And he goes, the energy in there is so intense. He yeah. was like, it, it, like it is goes through your whole body. He goes, it, it's, it's unbelievable inside yeah. of that, like the energy that are inside of these things. Um, which makes me like lean more towards your point about the these being built on like ley lines, and there's some sort of power source for, for the world, or were a power source for the world, or whatever. Yeah. There's, I mean. It goes so far beyond just the pyramids, the power source thing. So there's also a civilization called um, Tart. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> I almost said Tartarus, but it's not Tartarus. Is is something else? Um, uh, gosh, I cannot think of the name of the civilization now. But anyways, there is this um, civilization worldwide, um, and there the theory is that we demolished it all right and built on top of it and it's and if you go once i say this you're gonna whenever you're walking around 
there's not many places in Knoxville, but other cities there are. You can see where there was like windows and stuff, like on buildings, and then they're they've built on top of it. It's weird. Like you'll be walking and you'll like, oh, that's you know, why is there half a door underground? Why is there half a window? You can like see the rest of it underground, but they they rate it's it's weirdest thing. Um but yeah, it's so there's like the I can't remember the I think it was the Chicago World Fair, World's Fair. Um they just they had this grand like you just got go look at pictures of the, of the World's Fair in in uh, Chicago. It's 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 crazy. And then after it was over, they just kind of just demolished the whole thing. And a lot of people speculate that that oh that was that civilization and they destroyed it. And on the guise of oh that was the World's Fair, we just you know we built it and then we tore it all down. Uh, I don't know why they would tear it down. It, it's it's right. awesome looking. That, you know? that was you know me. That was my next question. Yeah. But look it up. It is crazy. Um, what is the name of the civilization? It, it's driving me crazy. I had it in my head. I was going to talk about it. And now I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it's it's par for the course for uh, Jason on the old AFK discussions. <laughs> um, gosh, it's not Tartarus. I won't keep wanting to say Tartarus. In Tartarus, hell. In in I, like some. No, hell is shield. Uh, what is. Uh, maybe it is Tartarus. Tartarus. Mm. No, Tartarus is not. <clears throat> Anyways, Tartarus I definitely is Greek mythology. Anyways, I, I definitely Tartaria. Uh, there it is. Tartaria. Yes. Um, uh. but it was like stretched like a global civil civilization with, and then look it up. It is so huge, and we need to. We have to do a full show on this because I mean, it is beyond huge so there's like in san francisco um there's still some um, structures when i was in Asheville, north carolina there's structures there for sure because I, I saw them with my own eyes like where the the ground and like the um part of the building is underground but there's like walls and like um windows that are like pretty much all covered up with it. i mean why why would you do that I mean, and the whole theory is that they raised the ground level and built on top of existing structures that were there. And they some of these structures, they just expanded up. It's it's so weird. Anyways, okay. <laughs> well, and, and, and that leads me into the, like, the next thing is it's like they always say the victors write the history books, right? Yeah. But how could our ancestors have overcome such an advanced civilization? And, and and wiped it off the face of the earth. And what even would have been the point, right? Yeah. Is it one of those like movie tropes where there was too much power and if we would have had the power to destroy it us, so we buried it. Yeah. Right? Like is that like the 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 thing? Yeah. Um I mean it's like the whole, you know, the Greek Parthenon and stuff. I mean, that structure is huge and it's carved these big, you know, megalithic carved um columns that i don't understand how they built that you know back in a time whenever you know you're still you know i guess it was the iron age i guess they were making mm -hmm. um wheels and uh out of iron and and uh 
think they were uh, making swords and stuff at that time, but I mean, still carving all that stuff and just lifting it all. I mean, you got that's so huge. Have you ever been to the Parthenon in Nashville? The Nashville, re- that's exactly where I was about to go. Yeah, dude, yeah, dude. I've I've been there. I've been, in that place is breathtaking. Yeah, and it's not even the real one. I know. It I mean, it's massive. I mean these. These guys built this back, you know, when there was no technology, you know. And the Parthenon in Nashville was built in like the the 50s or something. I I think it was the 80s. Uh, Let's look it up. Look it up. But yeah, I mean, it just, it's, it fathoms, you know, it's, it boggles your mind, you, you know, to think about how, you know, these ancient civilizations built this. Yes, the Greeks were, you know, some of the greatest mathematicians. The Ever. Parthenon but, in Nashville was yeah. built in 1931. Oh, dang, dude. Really? That long ago? Yes, dude. Yes. Because when I was in there, they have a bunch of, they have the museum and stuff in there that shows a bunch of the pictures of the people that built it. Yeah. And it was like, they had just started driving cars and stuff. Yeah. And they built this thing in Nashville. That's yeah. how old that thing is. That is crazy. Yeah. Even for that time period, it's crazy. Yeah. Unless it was already there. <laughs> oh, man. No, I think there's actual photos of them building yeah. it. Yeah. There's actual photos of them building it. Um, I think they just poured a bunch of concrete and stuff. But it's cool nonetheless, right? It's still yeah. really cool. And if you've never been there, guys, it's, it's a cool place to go visit. I think it's like it's a little expensive to go inside. I think it's like 25 bucks or something. Yeah, something like that. I was there and like we did a, I think it was a middle school, junior high school trip out there to visit it one time. But yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's it's cool. But like, yeah, like you said, like all these structures and all these things, and I just feel like we just don't know. We just find stuff and put it in a museum. And the thing that's crazy is like obviously I, I'm I'm not a huge museum goer, right? Like I don't go to museums, but it's crazy to me to think that I'm sitting here blabbling, you know, blabbing on about stuff that I don't know anything about when I could go to a museum and learn more. But nobody cares about that kind of stuff, right? Like if somebody digs up something cool and it's a tool that was used, you know, thousands of years ago, it just sits in a museum somewhere and nobody even pays attention to it, like. What if, like, the the secrets to the human genome and the secrets to to nature and all that stuff is is lost somewhere on Earth and we just don't know where it is, right? Like secrets to everlasting life and and you know never being sick and never having disease, never having cancer, um, yeah, you know things like that. So I just. And it and it all starts with at least for me. Not of course, it all doesn't start with the pyramids, but like that's the one thing that always gets me into this kind of like mood or into this kind of talk is when you mention the pyramids and you could watch, you could devote the next ten years to watching videos and learning, you know, anthropology. I think am I am I using anthropology right? It is anthropology, right? Yeah, anthropology is the I think study this. Gosh. I think it's a study of civilizations or um i'm gonna look it up just so we're using that right <laughs> Dude, continue on yeah it's yeah yeah anthropology is a study of what makes us human 
right yeah. right anthropologist yeah, yeah yeah okay so i'm not an anthropologist and and i don't i don't know anything about civilizations lost civilizations stuff like that but whenever you start talking about the pyramids and and you could like i said you could spend the next 10 years of your life becoming an anthropologist learning about civilizations uh you could you could study all the research and journals and everything and you would be no closer to knowing more information about it well, I, I tell you, take it back. You would be closer, obviously, um, but you you wouldn't have a a firm grasp on what you know happened to people and and how these structures came to be and and if there was a civilization before ours, you know what what happened to them? Where did they go? And um, you know, and then and then what if what if what if what if the what if the second coming of Christ has already happened? I mean, there's a. I mean, so I I don't think that has happened. Um, just from because I studied Revelation a lot, and and a lot of the um, prophecies haven't came. I mean, they're closer now than for than ever. Um, so you know, one of the big prophecies was that um, Israel has to be a nation, and it didn't become a nation until it's 1948. When it became a nation. Um anyway, so I I think it was nineteen forty eight. Um that was one of the main so it couldn't it couldn't have happened before then, definitely. Because that was one of the big prophecies that had to come to fruition. So mm-hmm. I think so, about stuff like that all the time though. Yeah. Like what if we are the leftovers? Yeah. You know. Dust in the roam the earth and endure eternal darkness <laughs> when we die. Or this Something is a, to think about. Or this is a simulation. Man, that's the crazy, you know, then you start getting into the Mandela effect and, and we've talked about that before and the butterfly effect and things being different than you remember them being or deja vu and, you know, maybe, what if it is, man? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? All I know is there are some pyramids that exist and nobody can explain <laughs> to me how they got there. That's what I do know. Well, they're there, so someone had to build them. Obviously, but nobody knows who built them. They, they're, And they're just, I don't want to say guesstimating, right? Because they're using science to like reveal the age of, but people don't, they, scientists don't even know how old the earth is. Yeah. Right? Like, so. Maybe that's a bigger undertaking than figuring out how old the structure is, but um, I mean, it's still, I mean, you know, everything is a theory, like still, you know, the big bang theory is still just a theory. It's not provable because no one was there and there's no way to, to date it. It's, it's, I mean, that's the thing, you know, whenever when someone says, tells me, Oh, you're a Christian, you know, you're full of crap because you know, you can't prove that. I'm like, can you prove to me the big bang theory? I mean, obviously, that's pretty much a religion also, because you have to believe it without seeing it also, you know? Right. <laughs> it's the two sides right. of one stone. Don't call me crazy for believing that there's a God, and, you know, he had a son that came to Earth to save us from our sins, and then you tell me that you believe there's a big bang that happened, and, you know, everything, nothing exploded, and here we are. You know, both of those are pretty fantastical, you know? So, right. 
Yeah, I think I think if 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 I had a time machine, man, one of the places I would go, I would say, take me to when the pyramids were being built. I want to yeah. see. I don't want to get out of the time machine. I just want to see. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, man, that's uh that's all I got on that. <laughs> I, I don't. I I mean, there's there's nothing else for me. Like, I, I there's nothing else to say, right? Because that's that's we've obviously there's we didn't talk about every single detail about the pyramids but go watch a documentary uh, we just gave you the spark notes guys like go watch a documentary on the discovery channel they're going to say the same thing pyramids were built at this time by these people but we don't know how they were built we don't know how they got the stones there we don't know how it's lined up true north we don't know how pers- how they got it so precise we've been in a lot of chambers but they go really deep we've never been down there either we don't know what's down there uh, the governments in those countries won't let people down there. Um, the Sphinx, yeah, it's really old. Um, it, it, it used to be, uh, the theory is it used to have a bigger head. Like, literally, we just gave you all the spark notes, right? Go watch a documentary. They'll give you a little bit more detail and more historical facts about the pyramids, but you're going to walk away with the same consensus that you got here. Yeah. 100%. Um, which is, we don't know. We don't know anything. To quote um, a band from back in the day that I loved, Operation Navi, all I know is that I don't know nothing. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's so much lost civilization beyond Egypt and the pyramids. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, gosh, I mean, there's the the Tibetan monks, the Shangri-La civilization, the like Tartarus, what I was talking about earlier, which, you know, people speculate that it may or may not have even existed. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's so many lost, like, lost civilizations. And, I mean, before the flood, who knows what existed then. Then, you know, Atlantis. I mean, right. gosh, Atlantis is uh, mind-boggling, you know, to think about. Um then you know what really is under the ice in Antarctica. I mean, is it a civilization? Um, there's maps that were made, you know, eons ago that you know shows Antarctica without ice, which is crazy. Um, this is just so so big. The whole subject of lost civilizations is huge. Yeah, I think though that like the pyramids is something that me and you could buy a plane ticket go and we could be there on saturday and yeah. see it and touch it and feel it let's go versus versus something <laughs> versus something like atlantis or the antarctic which would be significantly more difficult dude um, to, to get i want to buy a ticket to atlantis <laughs> to get to get your hands on you, but it, to me it's crazy that we tomorrow could buy plane tickets fly overseas get you know get in some cabs head out into the middle of the desert from the airport and on Saturday, be next to something that nobody knows how it got there. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Um, so, yeah. Or, you, or we could just go to the Grand Canyon and say, look and at sneak that. In, dude. <laughs> sneak in there and find out what's going on. I pulled the old Randy Orton. Watch out, watch out, watch out <laughs> on the FBI agent, dude. Hit him with the DDT, dude. You can sneak in that cave. If you, if you don't come out, I'll tell Tiffany that you went in there, but, you know. If you do come out, let me know what's in there. All right, I will. I'll, I'll be guarding the cave to make sure nobody interrupts your adventure. Awesome. I, I, I appreciate that. 
<laughs> Man, this was an awesome conversation. Um, I just, I mean, I could talk forever about lost civilizations because, I mean, there's so much more. We're going to have to bring this back around for another episode about other civilizations, you know, beyond the pyramids. Let's do it. Yeah, dude, for sure. So, guys, I just want to say thank you for joining us. And also, you know, something I always forget when I'm starting the show up is I always forget to tell people, hey, go check out our Instagram page because we have one of those and you can find out a lot of cool stuff about us on there. Um, we share pictures. We let you know whenever we're going to have an episode coming up. Um, so, you know, go in there and become a friend because, you know, we're all friends here on AFK Discussions. <laughs> That's so cheesy, but it's true. Um, also, guys, if you could please like and give us a review, please give us a five star. If you don't think you could do a five star, then just don't leave one at all. That would be awesome. Um, also, you know, we got a bunch of friends out there, like we we mentioned earlier, exploring with Phil. He's an awesome guy. So if you could check him out on Instagram and also check him out on YouTube, but it's not under exploring with Phil on YouTube. It's the Canadian Dutch boys. So go check him out. Give him some love. And, uh, you know, this, is, this has been an awesome conversation. What do you think, man? It, I, I always think it's awesome. And, guys, we, we like to talk and we like to share things. And, and mainly we're just talking to each other. But we're here to, like, to, to voice our opinions and, and spark something in the listeners and let you go on your own strange and mysterious journey through websites and YouTube and discovery channel. And you go to work and you talk about it with your friends and, and you go on at Thanksgiving, you're talking about, man, I was listening to these two crazy dudes talk about the pyramids, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, form your own thing. Right. So it's just like a, it's a, it's a think tank that, that we like to express ourselves and, and hopefully it, it sparks something in you and, and you can carry that in your everyday life and, and talk to friends and family about that stuff. So, yeah, totally. And guys, um, I'm going to put this out there cause we've never said it before, but we have an email address. It's AFK discussions at gmail.com. And if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, send us an email, and let us know, or if maybe there's something, you know, you want to tell us, about, you know, maybe you had a ghost experience or you ran into Bigfoot or, you know, you had tea with Mothman or something like that, or you shared a pizza in the middle of Dogman's Cave. I don't know. I want to hear about all this stuff. That would be awesome. Or maybe, you know, you, you hunt vampires. I mean, who knows? Anything's possible. Maybe you are a werewolf. I don't know. That'd be cool if I could get a werewolf on here. Um, but, you know, send us an email, give us a shout out. And, you know, maybe we'll have me on the show. If, you know, who knows? I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. I haven't ran it by Ty, but, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll have you on the show. <laughs> maybe, guys, maybe. <laughs> but it's been, it's been great, guys, talking to you guys. Um, you know, and thanks for listening. And I want to say a shout-out to everyone in Sweden. Dude, we're trending in Sweden right now, and you guys are awesome. I think in our segment of nature, science, nature, we were up to like number 14 at the peak. And that's, that's awesome. But considering we're a, a little bitty show and we only have like, this is I think episode 14. That's huge for us um, to be trending in another country. That's awesome. Thanks guys. Thanks to all the Swedish people out there listening. I wish I knew something to say in Swedish, but I don't. 
Sorry. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the first word in in Swedish. I don't. I don't know that language at all. I think the only thing I know is IKEA. <laughs> Maybe Volvo. I think is also Swedish. But yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining us. Um, it's been great. Um, Jason, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, man. Talk to you later. Peace, man. See you. Shadows will attack